welcome to Religion Made Me Do It. My name is Brenna. And my name is Raquel. I'm in the best mood that I've been in probably like months. She really is. And it's so good. If I sounded pissed off, it's because I was. I'm I'm less angry now. It's been a good week. Yeah. I I went on like... Then I got a promotion. Kind of. It was kind of like a lateral promote. Well, (laughs) a a lateral move. What does that mean? Like horizontal <laughs> yeah yeah but it's like some it like goes along with your um like degree and like what you want to do with life so. yeah i think so so that counts yeah. as a promotion right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um yeah so today we're gonna be covering the um ideal topic of a uh, virginity virginity or um in some terms uh purity oh gross what a disgusting concept. Yeah. And uh, sexual immorality, if you uh, will. My favorite. Yeah. How are you today? Oh, um, I'm doing good. I had my first therapy session at 7. Maggie's really cool. Did you get therapied? <laughs> I did get therapied, I'd say. Mostly just, like, getting to know the situation of everything that's all (laughs) but yeah it was it was a good time had work um had nothing to do at work today so i got paid to sit around and study virginity that's nice yeah i've been swamped at week at work but like that's how i like it yeah i like to be constantly fucked in the ass (laughs) and we're getting back to being fucked in the ass you know it's just like one of those things it gives me life. Yeah? Yeah. But not really. Um, accidental butt stuff? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that can be a way um, to get around taking a virginity. Or some people think. I had a friend who did that once. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, honey. Oh, yeah. It doesn't count, right? It was no. in the butt. It doesn't. Um, she was. She claimed that she shit for a week. You know, I've heard so many accounts of that happening of people that <gasps> really? like. I thought she was just being dramatic. No. God. Of like, of people that you know put their penis in an anus and then it, <laughs> and then they just can't stop shitting. God. And most of the time, it's not like a hole. It's like the diarrhea. Oh. Or like, excuse me, Officer Diaria. <laughs> you remember I've the never episode? heard of that before. Do you, rem- you remember the episode of Hannah Montana? And she like no. gets pulled over by the cop and, it, and she goes, hello, Officer Diaria. <laughs> and he's like, it's Diaria. Oh my God. That's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, virginity is, um, a construct. It's a misconstrued concept. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a myth, in my opinion. I mean, it's... Okay, I don't... It can be defined by somebody, like, anybody, who, who, however you want to define virginity, you can. I don't think, well, I, I think that there's a simple, um, answer to, like, defining virginity. It's just about whether you've had some type of sexual relation or not yeah it gets well i i did a little bit of research in regards to um like homosexual 
sex because that's another one because i mean you typically think of virginity in the sense of like penis p and v and like that's great and all but it also there's not a whole lot of like you just don't see it portrayed in media at all you know you have like coming of age stories and everything and a lot of like heterosexual ones but it's like now there's more you know homosexual ones too but like I don't know. I just... Well, wouldn't it still be, like, the same having some type of, like, you know, sexual interaction? Yes. But, like, I don't know. I mean, there's bases with heterosexuality, and those bases are, like, different. Basically, what I got to was, like, everybody defines it their own way, and they usually have, like, just, like, a collection of experiences that's, like, okay, this was, like, my sexual awakening, Oh, well, see, I'm like a 23-year-old woman, and I still don't know what the sexual bases are for heterosexual people. What? I don't know what the bases are. Okay. I know that, like, like base one is, like, kissing. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Brenna. <laughs> I assume that the home run would be the sex or butt stuff. You know? I feel like a home run would probably be butt stuff because I feel like as far as, like, I don't know. I don't know. For? Well, see, that's the other thing. I feel like butt stuff would be more of a home run for a dude. Well, that's that's another thing that I was looking at with this is, like, okay, it may be considered, like, a home run for a dude. I mean, because, but it's funny that our concept of virginity is 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 presented with a penis entering something you know what i mean right like like it's much more gray when it comes to like lesbian relationships right and like well i think that's also probably because like historically there's not much i mean because it was condemned for such a long time mm -hmm. and it was considered you know a criminal act that of course there's not like a lot of information on it because people had to hide it for so long yeah definitely I just think it's funny that the concept of virginity, I mean, like, we, it, it seems to translate easier over to male homosexual relationships right. or people who have penises, but, like, it doesn't translate as easily. Does that make sense to lesbian relationships? Just because it's, like, I don't know. I mean, there's, like, toys and stuff to do things, but well, also, okay. but that's not, like, I don't think that's considered like a home run for some people well, okay <clears throat> also as far as second and third bases i believe second is like touching the boobies or something well yeah i think it can also get a little bit into like touching genitalia and stuff see but i, I think know. third is oral and then i'm learning so much um <laughs> i just don't okay. know these things okay like okay I, because i feel like it's kind of juvenile to like I mean, if you want to, like, that's fine. But I just never did because I felt like it's, oh, it's kind of, like, juvenile. And I feel like if I'm going to have sex, then I should, like... Just do it? Not even just do it, but, like, I mean, call it what it is. Kind of like how you have, like, you know, more modern-day parents, like, and studies, like, showing them how, like, if you're, if, you, if you're raising little kids, like, not to give, like, genitalia, like, silly names but like to call yeah. it like what it is and you know just be more upfront with them because i mean we do have problems in our society being able to talk openly about sex and yeah. sexual encounters and so like i guess i just would personally rather like talk about it more seriously yeah. and be and also 
not only that, but also because these kind of innuendos that we use do mean so many different things to so many different people for, for whatever reason, whether you're straight or gay or whatever kind of relationship you're entering into, all of that would look different. If, if someone is not interested in having penetrative sex, then like their home run might be oral sex Mm -hmm. or 69ing, whatever, you know, (laughs) see, I know what that is. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, but you know, so I, I guess I just personally would rather be, you know, more upfront with what's happening sexually, just because I feel like there's already enough issues with verbiage and how you do things and how other people perceive that you've done things when you tell them things using an innuendo. Like I would rather just be like, we had sex. Yeah. Or, oh, you're like talking about instead of the bases thing? Yeah. Like, I would just rather be like, well, I mean, if you're a teenager, then it's like, I don't know. Yeah, but I also think that that's like part of the problem. Mm. Because I think that, you know, same with like the little kids study, like when people don't call things what it actually is, it turns it into more of a joke than something to take seriously. Yeah. And I'm not saying... Hey, what study are you talking about? Like you know little kid like teaching them to use the correct names for their genitalia and everything oh, oh, okay. things of that nature and i'm not saying like sex is meant to be fun and pleasurable if people are into it and everything but like i think to an extent that that can be misconstrued as well yeah um especially when you're trying to talk to others about you know what's going on and then like you also have you know when people are younger they they tend to lie about their sexual mm-hmm. encounters i think it can also like emotionally stunt you yeah i mean we were both personally taught don't have sex before you're married and i don't know it was just like this weird expectation Right. And, like, we talked about it. Like, we were very, like, I mean, I was taught about, you know, birds and the bees. I guess that's another innuendo. I was taught about sex, like, very early, I guess. Right. And was always aware of it, but I don't know. Right. And I just generally think that there is, like, you know, studies to show that people that call things as they actually are tend to have healthier relationships because I guess that they, when they call things as they are, there's less room for misinterpretation. Um, So that's why I think that there's, you know, been other like significant aspects and we've seen more parents try to like move away from calling it your hoo-ha or your pee-pee or whatever from just calling it penis, vagina, breast, you know, whatever. And I'm not trying to say that like, you know, sex always has to be super serious. Like, of course there's like a fun aspect to it and it's, you know, enjoyable if parties are willing and everything, you know, but it is still serious in nature because of, you know, what's happening, Yeah, I guess. And there is a very emotional aspect to it too. Right. Like, which I is mean, why people take it so serious. Right. And serious to me, like in this aspect means, um, treated with respect respect for the other person respect for yourself respect for your wishes and what the other person wants as well and just like different fulfillment and understanding and respecting the needs of the other person as well as yours Mm -hmm. so i just think that that's something that just kind of ties into all of that and really kind of can i don't know prolong immaturity around certain aspects especially something like sex and you kind of mentioned this before but like I mean and I definitely think that we should go into this a little bit more but like we were both taught 
to wait until marriage. So it was already inherently like a very serious kind of thing. Oh yeah. Something that seemed like result uh, reserved for adult people that were ready for marriage. Yeah. Well, I was also like under the impression for a very long time that if I had sex, I would literally be like mentally ill. Like I thought that I was going to like fuck up my life. Yeah. Go into that more. Like tell us, <laughs> tell us all of that story. Oh God. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't want to like shit on my parents too much or anything. It, this is one of the more serious, I think, conflicts that we've had because I understand why they have taught me the way that they did. And it is like we were talking about, like it's a very serious thing, but I think going into it with the fear, we talk about fear a lot on this podcast, but it's a very fear-based argument that if you have sex before you're married, then you will be permanently messed up and in this case it was I thought I was going to be mentally ill I thought I was going to (laughs) like turn into like a big party girl or something and get pregnant and right well like wedlock right well like I think that you know whole aspect of fear that you mentioned like I think that that is something that inherently controls like the basis of people's belief when it comes to religion Mm -hmm. and women (laughs) just because of the nature of it yeah because the people the reason why people believe in essence should be to give them hope but in fact it's more so because the person is so afraid of going to hell this is the option to keep that from happening and therefore all of the other things that incorporate that this is your one-way ticket to stay the as far away from the bad land mm-hmm. as possible. And how ridiculous, like when you think about that, that is that the only reason that realistically, and I'm not saying that this is for everybody, but like, if you think about why you believe something it is like part of the reason, because you're doing this not only because you love God, but if you if you love God, then you'll do what he says, but it's inherently to keep you away from hell. Mm-hmm. Like that just seemed messed up to me. I think especially with virginity, it's one of those that's like, okay, obviously don't lie. Like, you know, that's one that is, you know, a, a moral argument that a lot of people make. And it's like, like most, most little kids tell lies, but sexuality and like owning your sexuality is something that happens when you're an adult. And it's also, it feels like some, it feels like a threshold. And so I feel like, especially with virginity, there's a lot of fear that goes into it because you can't know what it's like unless you've done it, you know? And the other aspect is that like, I feel like a lot of parents when they're talking to kids about sex and sexual encounters, part of the reason why they use those innuendos is because they're afraid to talk about sex and like talk about what it is and like the feelings and emotions behind it. Because I guess because maybe they're afraid that if they're too explicit about it, that it will make their child want it more. Yeah. And that's not fair. Like I feel like parents don't give their children enough credit. Mm-hmm. especially as far as being able to handle serious conversations but like and obviously at like an age appropriate level right yeah. but like you can't honestly expect your child to take something seriously if you're not taking it seriously enough to address it for what it is mm-hmm. like 
my boyfriend talks about how like when he was first introduced to sex he was extremely young and he was watching like march of the penguins or something <laughs> and you know the ideal time you know to he's like right and and he's like younger than like the average joe but like there's there's like a part in like march of the penguins you know where like the penguins start getting it on and and he he goes mom what are they doing i feel like penguin sex especially looks awkward i'm sure because they're just they're just kind of like small and well and not not just I'm, small I'm thinking just... of emperor penguins and those they're built like bricks well, <laughs> all penguins are kind of bricks because they're yeah. just kind of compact <laughs> you know like they don't have limbs like how do they, they have arms <laughs> i mean they wings they can't like support themselves <laughs> taken the time to like google what penguin sex looks like but oh god i know what i'm doing tonight you could ask brendan i'm sure he knows all about it um but anyway. seems like a very formative moment for him. so yeah he was watching that and he's like mom what are the, what are those penguins doing and she just goes they're having sex and she's Good like her. and he's like what's that and then she says it's when the penis goes into the vagina and that was Sick. it you know cool and you know, and I think that that's a, a great way to be, like, when you're talking about sex with somebody. Because, like, even as a kid, like, he he probably didn't understand what any of that meant. Yeah. But, like, as you get older, it's even more important to be very transparent with these things because you have to realize that even if you don't want your child to do something, there's already a chance that it's already happening. I had a little bit of a flashback just now. And so, like, the I learned... Vietnam flashback? <laughs> Vietnam flashback. Um, I... I learned th because of the dogs, because the dogs were um, mating. And so I was like, mom, what are they doing? And she explained everything to me, but she also explained specifically how like dogs did it. And so I think there was a, like a little bit of time where I thought that like you got stuck together. <laughs> Do dogs get stuck together? Yeah. What happens? Or cats do. One of them. What happens? Well, I think I think it swells and then it gets stuck. Like like in yeah, it's yeah, Brenna's making this face. It's just it, it's horrible. Um <laughs> I think I believe that there's like little like nodules nodules i guess i don't that know if they're from sharp. the dog's penis? i don't know if they're sharp but they like they like <laughs> cling so it's on like to that it. so it's like that scary movie that they made about like a girl that has like <gasps> teeth. teeth in her vagina that's a great movie <laughs> that sounds horrifying for a poor female dog yeah. poor bitch <laughs> really just in like sex in the animal kingdom is really messed up traumatic. in so many ways it's so traumatic they're like i unfortunately know now that ducks gang rape each other and dolphins too and ducks have corkscrew penises which also begs the question do they also have corkscrew vaginas i don't know it's a mystery to me you know i've never like, it sounds bad, but I remember, like, when I was going through this phase, like, looking up, like, the YouTube video of, like, turtles having sex. 
because <laughs> haven't been through that one. Oh man. <laughs> so like when tur- when turtles have sex, they go eh. <laughs> just oh nonstop. <laughs> nonstop. Nonstop. It's gross, but it's it's kind of enlightening. I guess. Why? I don't know because. <laughs> I don't know. Like you think that like when you finally understand sex as a human being, that maybe you might understand sex in the animal kingdom because for some God known unknown reason, it must be simpler. Yeah. Must be. No, no. Like between the corkscrew penises, the the flapping, the eh, (laughs) you know, like I just don't know. Like I don't get it. Like same with like how I, how I recently learned that all lizards are female. (gasps) I love that for them. And like also how, and also how like snakes can like, some female snakes can just like birth asexually. Oh, and then also how um, like crocodile eggs genders are dependent on the temperature oh. of the air on whether then of whether or not they're male or female. Uh-huh. I think when it's colder, they're female. And when it gets warmer, they're male. Oh, yeah. There's like temperature degrees in which the genitalia differs. It's very weird, but. You know, that was just something that I went through and it sounds really ridiculous. And I know that we're kind of like moving away from the topic, but I just (laughs) thought that it was pertinent to this story. But yeah. Um, So yeah, um, feel free to look up turtles having sex on YouTube. It will change your life. You know, Eh. I think I'm good. Um, But (laughs) I am curious about penguins Okay, I am too. I'm curious like what that looks like. There's just so many question marks What if they're just like flapping? Yes. Like... (laughs) I don't know. Does (laughs) the male penguin swaddles the female counterpart? Oh my god! Who who narrates March of the Penguins? Is it Sigourney Weaver? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. If it was, I feel I feel like that would be epic. I feel like it should be. I loved her in Alien. That's a great movie. Morgan Freeman. I don't know where I got Sigourney Weaver. I, I don't know either, but Morgan Freeman sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Virginity. Um, <laughs> I have some uh, Bible verses. I have some verses from other holy texts if we want to go through some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the first one that I have is 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought for a price. So glorify God in your body. That one's more on like purity in general, I feel. But that one kind of hit close to home because, I don't know, I feel like especially with virginity, there's this like weird feel, or personally, there's like this weird feeling of like owing it to God. Right. Well, I or feel yourself. like right. Well, let me backtrack a little bit. So, I like when you look up like the definition of virginity, like there's no like specific gender to it. It's literally just the state of never having had sexual intercourse. And, okay. you know, and that can, you know, depend on you know, whatever you view is that. But to me, that views is like any type of sexual encounter, you are having sex. Mhm. Um 
but of course that could be different from to anybody but like there's also this hor- historical expectation that um when you're born if you're like a woman or even i guess if you're a boy to like a certain extent but especially if you're a woman you are your father's property mm-hmm. and then when you get married you are you're your husband's property, but overall, you're God's property, basically. Yeah. Um, I, that guy, I don't know why. It just reminded me of that whole marriage ceremony of where the father walks you down the aisle. Uh-huh. I find that weird. Yeah. And then, like, the part in the, in the wedding where they're like, who gives this woman to be wed? Oh. They yeah. still do that? Yeah. I haven't that's, been to a wedding in a while, but yeah, that's weird. Yeah, who gives this woman to be wed? And the father goes... I do or the parents go we do and I'm just mentally like no because I'm not your property you just had me that doesn't make me yours I feel like by the time I get married too I'll be like 32 like (laughs) by law you're still their property apparently um so like so because there is that like overwhelming like feeling historically and even like remnants of that left over from today that virginity belongs to your father your husband and to god basically Mm -hmm. um and that also is the same way because of marriage customs so like (gasps) sorry (laughs) i just i started thinking about christ in the church that is a common metaphor it's like christ gives his body for the church so but like and they also call the church like his bride Mm mm-hmm which is also weird now that I'm thinking about it. Because right. in theory, it's supposed to be this like sweet, like, oh, like bonding sort of thing. No, but Jesus also... is getting ready to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is ready to open the church gates and bam. Jesus Christ. Put his corkscrew ticket. <laughs> 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 Just cross your fingers. Hope it doesn't get stuck. <laughs> right. So, like, also with marriage rituals, like, some of the way that that's viewed as, like, being property is because, like, when you would get married, dependent on whether you were a virgin or not, mm-hmm. your husband would get pay- – or your father would get paid a certain amount of money based mm-hmm. on that. So, like, there's, like, the virgin's price, but then there's also the whore's price. Mm-hmm. which is like significantly less. And there's a Bible verse about that. There's also one that I came across. I forgot where it was, but it was basically like, oh, if you rape a woman, then you have to marry her because it's your duty because you fucked up. So now she's bound to you yeah, forever. And she's your property now. It's kind of like kids like lick things and they're like, oh, it's mine now. <laughs> and it's like that, except with fucking sex. yeah i mean it's like i fucked it so it's mine yeah yeah and unfortunately that's a bible verse yeah and so sorry (laughs) so speaking to like something similar so this is um the bible verse from deuteronomy uh 22 13 if any man take a wife and go in unto her and hate her and lay <laughs> shameful things to her charge and bring up an evil name upon her and say, I took this woman and when I came nigh to her, I found not in her the tokens of virginity. And that's why he hates her because she he, he doesn't feel that she's a virgin. And also we'll get into how just how problematic that is. Because, I mean, we both watched this TED Talk uh, that discusses how literally half of all women, like, probably won't bleed when they have sex for the first time. Because the hymen stretches. 
It yeah. doesn't just break and like pop like a balloon. It's a fucking organ of your body and it's different for everybody. Right. And so if a man like that means in that context, a man could, you know, have sex with you and be like, oh, well, you didn't bleed even even if you had never done anything before and you'd be fucking stoned to death. Right. And so like, or he got like a discount on you. Right. Um, so it continues and says, okay, uh, <laughs> then shall the father of the damsel and her mother take and bring forth the tokens of the damsel's virginity onto the elders of the city in the gate. So not only now is it like, so it was never personal to begin with because as a woman, your body isn't your own, but like now mom and dad are like fishing through your vag looking for your hymen or whatever. I mean, people still do that. T.I., what well, yeah we'll get into that <laughs> uh, and then and then the damsel's father shall say unto the elders i gave my daughter unto this man to wife and he ha- hateth her hateth he hateth her and lo <laughs> he hath laid shameful things to her charge saying i found not in thy daughter the tokens of virginity and yet these are the tokens of my daughter's virginity and they shall spread the garment before the elders of the city and the elders of that city shall take the man and chastise him and they shall fine him a hundred shekels of silver and give them unto the father of the damsel because he hath brought up an evil name upon a virgin of Israel and she shall be his wife he may not put her away all his days <laughs> not put her away <laughs> but if the, this th- thing be true the tokens of virginity were not found in the damsel then they shall bring out the damsel to the door of her father's house and the men of her city <sighs> shall stone her to death with stones because she hath wrought folly in Israel to play the harlot in her father's house so shalt thou put away the evil from the midst of thee. Oh, it says, so you shall purge the evil right. from your midst. And so, the like, there's version. already, like, a difference in the sexes here. So, like, for yeah. the woman, you know, like, if, if she's not a virgin, then she gets stoned. But, yeah. like, for the dude, like, for calling her not a virgin, he gets chastised and then given, like, some silver to give to the father. Like, you get a slap on the wrist, and then we're going to give you money to give to him. Right. Yeah. What the fuck? And meanwhile... (laughs) And also, you can't... So, men don't have a hymen equivalent, so you can't know if they're not... If they're lying about being virgin. So, So the the standard is there, but, like... I mean, the the hymen doesn't matter, but right. they thought that it mattered for a very long time. Right. So so let's crack into this a little bit. So, <laughs> like, the main issue with the whole aspect of virginity is because it's a construct. And not in, like, so far as, like, the definition of virginity because that, you know, that's pretty self-explanatory of you're a virgin if you haven't had a sexual encounter. But the whole aspect of being able to tell whether you're not a virgin is 100% false because all bodies are different. Mm -hmm. And as Raquel mentioned, the hymen is a piece of skin that can be very different depending on the woman. Mm -hmm. Some have holes, some are thicker, some are thinner, some are stretchier, some don't stretch as much. It, It is a stretchy piece of skin, and sometimes when you put the penis in there for the first time, 
it could tear and cause you to bleed. But other times, like if a woman is very aroused, it could in fact stretch and, and, and not do anything. And so the whole aspect that historically we've based a woman's virginity based on something that is relative to each person's body is absolutely ridiculous because there are people that were killed because of this. And not yep. just like killed. There are people still being killed yes, because still being of this. Killed. Let's say that. <laughs> and, and not even in like the, I mean, I don't want to say that there's like a better way to die, but like, I mean, like if I had to choose, I would rather be like shot versus like being stoned because being stoned okay. is fucking painful as hell like it's literally when they take boulders yeah and then spitefully throw them at you because you're a sinner yeah like now i don't know about you i'd rather be shot yeah and not to mention that the other aspects of having a hymen is that hymens don't just break or tear because of sexual intercourse i had a friend that was jumping on the trampoline one day and ended up hitting her crotch in like on like the side of the pole and it made her hymen tear Jeez! and i've heard of other women that have like torn their hymen because they were horseback riding using tampons uh you know however many rough riding activities a woman can do (laughs) rough riding and so like the aspect that the fact that people are still being killed because of this and not only that but also subjected to virginity tests Mm -hmm. which is basically when some for um their job prospects right right that's a big thing too you can look it up um but basically when you get taken to either like a doctor's office and like somebody sticks their nasty ass hands up you feeling around your (laughs) vag to see if you're if you still got the skin flap and i'm like which like some sometimes it's not even a full so, I mean, a lot of people have, like, a half-moon situation. And some people have, like, holes. Some people just have a single hole in the center. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's messed up. And it's not only, like, disrespectful, it's violating and embarrassing. Like, you think it's bad enough as a woman to, like, have to get a mammogram, which actually tests for, like, personal health reasons or, like, a pap smear? Think about having something that just tests your moral value mm-hmm. based on what somebody feels inside you like that should be illegal because i mean it's it should be illegal i mean my parents have threatened that before i'm not even i'm not sure if with me i know um but like definitely my sister <laughs> that was something that was brought up at one point virginity in testing? the middle yes in the middle of the olive garden um but <laughs> that's horrible yeah like imagine how scarring that is to have to yeah. go to a doctor's office spread your legs and be asked questions as though like you're a bad guy yeah and, like, obviously, like, historically, like, the woman was considered a bad guy. She was considered a whore, which I'm going to talk about a little bit else because, you know, there's there's so many times, you know, whether it's been explicitly said or not, that I am a whore, you know, and it just bothers me. Which is but. so weird to me, personally. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Me too. I mean, I'm not going to get into details because it's your life, but... Right. No, I, I agree. I'm not I'm not a very whorish person. I don't whore. If anybody's a hoe in this room, it's me. 
I'll say it. I mean, I'll say it. So I think we're about to wrap it up. So thank you so much for listening to this uh, episode. <laughs> uh, and we do have a second part coming next week. So, so stay to tuned that. for subscribe that. Subscribe to our podcast. Please subscribe. That helps so much more than you even know. Um, Same as writing reviews and send us some suggestions for you know something that you want us to cover or talk about talk about um (laughs) comments or concerns or if you want to yell at us if you're angry with us yeah email us you want to vent about something email us at religion made me do it at gmail.com do that or dm us on instagram at religion made me do it or on twitter at religion made me did it make you it made me do some things. Same. Yeah. Or not do some things. Yeah. Question mark. Like having sex until way later. Bloop, bloop. All right. Thank you to Brian for editing this. Mm-hmm. And for that sick theme music. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Have a good night. Tune in next week. Goodbye.